0: Hey, speaking of the Titans and the Texans, that's what we're talking about here. We're I talking know that. about I was the doing that. AFC and NFC South previews. So let's get to that here right now. We'll start off in the AFC like we did yesterday with the AFC West and last year the Jaguars got it done and won the AFC South and the only AFC South team last year with a winning record because the Titans finished at a 7-10 in second place. The Colts, they were 4-12-1, and, and the Texans were 3-13-1 on the season. Jaguars do They rallied late in the season. They won six of their last seven games. They, of course, came back to beat the Chargers, but lost to a Kansas City in the divisional round in Arrowhead. And so now how will the underdogs handle being the top dogs and defending champions there? Their defense allowed 20.6 points per game last year, along with the play from Trevor Lawrence, who was outstanding. There are only one or two playmakers away from becoming an impressive defensive unit. On that side of the ball. Uh, their weak spot is at the cornerback position and I don't think they did anything really to improve that. And uh, Calvin Ridley also will be playing this year after Uh, His last full year was 2020, dealing with injuries and uh, dealing with that uh, gambling uh, suspension uh, there. Uh, The final stat for Jacksonville was during the Jaguars' stretch of six wins in seven games to close out the season. Trevor Lawrence averaged 254.1 passing yards per game and scored four total touchdowns while throwing just two interceptions. Mm. So he was great for the Jags uh, last year. And, you know, my hot take for Jacksonville, again, it's not really a hot take. I see them improving on the defensive side of the ball, and I think they'll win this division uh, again. And I think Trevor Lawrence could be kind of similar to uh, what Jared Goff was for the Lions last year. He was just a solid performer, and I think Lawrence takes uh, another step in that uh, this year, and so I'm not expecting the Jaguars to fall off at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you, Travis.
0: Well, um, continue. continue. <laughs> the Titans they had a disappointing season, to say the least. They were seven and three at one point during the season, but lost seven games in a row to finish the year seven and a ten hitting a six-year streak of winning his seasons. Uh, Derrick Henry, we know what he can do on the Titans. But who is their quarterback going to be? They got Ryan Tannehill, but they kind of lost faith in him a little bit. I think he was injured as well. Malik Willis, and uh, he started a lot last year. He and the combo of Tannehill. And uh, uh, they also had Joshua Dobbs as a quarterback in that rotation there. So we'll see who's it going to be, the quarterback carousel. Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, and they drafted Will Levis mm-hmm. as well. So He's hurt, though, I
1: believe. Isn't he's he? going to be,
0: I'm not sure, but I know he's kind of uh, behind those two on the depth chart if he's not uh, injured. Uh, they did sign DeAndre Hopkins. So oh, yeah, I forgot about that. we'll, we'll see what he can do uh, there. Kind of a random team, too. Mm-hmm. Signed uh, by. Uh, defensively, they gave up the fewest rushing yards in the league last year. Did you know that? I did not. But they also gave up the most passing yards per game as well. So <laughs> what a Jekyll and Hyde defense that is. Yes, very much so. <laughs> uh, the Titans, final stat here, have two first- and second-place finishes in the AFC South in the last four seasons, and they made the playoffs in a three of those seasons. And my hot take here for the uh, Titans is that even though they signed DeAndre Hopkins, they have three quarterbacks. And we know when you have two, you have none. What does that say when you have three Uh, Titans? Disappointing once again. Yep. Uh, Not much I can add there, Travis. (laughs) The Colts, they are next. They have not won the AFC South since 2014. And they had the head-scratching move last year of hiring Jeff Saturday, middle of the season. Uh, they pulled him out of the ESPN studios. Uh, they did go out and hire uh, Philadelphia offensive coordinator Shane Steichen uh, to be uh, the new head coach this year. So finally some competence from that. Uh, they finally did something different. That's the good thing about the Colts, I think, that they finally – did something different than what they've been doing for the quarterback position rather than plug and play veterans they went to the draft and they didn't move up to get uh young bryce young but they did get with the fourth selection anthony richardson out of florida Uh, whether that is a good move from that position i like the fact that they went against what they've been doing which wasn't working so at least now they're going to try to build for the quarterback of the future. And he was just named uh, captain as well for the Colts. So uh, rookie QB coming in and being uh, one of your leaders, and he's passing the test in the off season. Uh We'll see what it's like once the uh, live rounds start going off and um, see what happens when he gets on the field in the regular season.
1: Yeah, it would be nice if he had some weapons around him.
0: That's true. He really only has Michael Pittman Jr., Uh, That's pretty much it. Uh, He did rank in the top 10 among wide receivers in snaps, routes, and targets while posting career-high marks in receptions and Enzo targets last year. Uh, They also did take a receiver in the third round, Josh Downs from North Carolina to try to help Anthony and Richardson there. He does have uh, some inexperience at that quarterback position. He only had 393 pass attempts in college. He also had a 54.7% completion rate, and he also had a uh, proponent for running as well. When the rush starts getting, he just starts taking off and rushing. That was one of the big things out of Florida. Uh, Gardner Minshew is uh, right there to... Uh, take over if he slips there, uh, rookie. Uh, hey, people love him, Minshew mania. And of course, we know the turmoil that it's been with the off season with uh, Jonathan Taylor there as well, and on the pup list uh, now after not being traded uh, there. So we'll see if he even plays at all mm-hmm. for the Colts. So uh, that would be a big weight lifted off of Richard's shoulder if they could he could count on uh Taylor back there, but unfortunately it's just been um back and forth and kinda disrespect from the front office to Jonathan Taylor. So yeah. I don't know how much he's gonna help Richardson. This is this
1: this is not going to end up well for, for Anthony Richardson. Yeah.
0: Kinda Wh- whatever set up the to outcome fail. is,
1: it's I I don't think it's it's gonna end up being good for the Colts, being good for their young quarterback. Nothing.
0: Right. Somehow they did beat the Chiefs last year at home. That yeah, was a... that was a head scratcher. You <laughs>
1: talk about head scratchers, Yeah, That was a head scratcher. It's
0: like, what? They beat KC of all teams. Uh my final stat for the uh, Colts, they scored the NFL's third fewest points per game in twenty twenty two in a row to their worst finish since twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hot take here for the uh, Colts is that Anthony Richardson will be uh, better than expected, and uh, they uh, will finish in second place in the AFC South. Hmm. Hmm. Let's see if that comes.
1: Yeah, that is a hot take.
0: To fruition. Uh, the uh, Texans here, they have a new head coach, San Francisco Defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. Uh, they did lose out on the Bryce Young sweepstakes, but that's okay, thanks to Lovie Smith. Uh, they did get the consolation prize and C.J. Stroud with a number two pick. He's a stud, and also they traded up to get edge rusher Will Anderson Jr. with the third selection out of Alabama uh, there. I say that the future is bright in Houston, but the present is pretty bleak. Their Texans run a defense that they finished dead last in yards per game allowed a, a season ago. So not so great for Houston and Houston sports.
1: No. No, it's not. No, it, but CJ
0: Stroud might be okay, but he just has no one else around him. <laughs> that that is correct. And that's I think CJ Stroud is a stud, but uh, you talk about pathetic weapons. Mm hmm. It's him and he another quarterback from Ohio State knows a little bit about that Justin Fields knows Ooh. a little bit about not having weapons
1: well that, that is true hopefully that changes uh, this hopefully year.
0: that does yeah uh, so the uh, final stat for the uh, Texans the Texans have not won more than four games in the past three seasons and uh, my hot take here is not a hot take at all like I said the future is bright. They might be good in a couple of years, but uh, they'll be picking in the top five once again this year yeah. in the draft. So yeah. Yeah. not really, really going out on a limb there. No. That at one's all. Not,
1: That one's not a limb-inducing one. <laughs>
0: no. Uh, all right. So uh, let's get to the uh, predictions and uh, bottom up. I think I can guess where we're both going to go here. Uh, Houston. That's right. Yeah, the Texans all finished in last. Yep. Yep. That's what I got.
1: Uh, then I have the Colts.
0: Well, I already kind of spoiled it in you my didn't. hot take, you so didn't. the Titans are third here.
1: The the Colts are third, Travis, because of the turmoil. I know. The past year, there is no bigger clown show in the NFL than Indy. Mm-hmm.
0: I They're forgot about the
1: Jeff Saturday thing until you just brought it up. <laughs> yep. What an absolute clown <laughs> show. Yep. Is going on in Indy? Mm-hmm. You know how at the start of the show we have the thing with Kirk Herbstreit saying, "What in the world's going on in Champagne? What in the world is going on in Indy?"
0: I know, <laughs> I know, I, I feel you, and I felt a lot better about making the pick for the Colts being a second uh, before all this turmoil with he, uh, with Jonathan Taylor. He's but not playing for the Colts this year. I'm just gonna still he's go not with playing it. Playing for the Colts this year. <laughs> I'm still gonna go with it. Okay. So. I'm going to stick to my guns here. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, that the uh, Titans, they have the fourth easiest schedule in the league. Obviously, look who the division that they right. play in. Yeah. And the Colts are right there with them. They have the third easiest schedule in the league. So, I mean, if you're going to, like, improve for the Colts' perspective, they do have the schedule to do so. It's not exactly a daunting gauntlet of a schedule. And the Titans are as well. Like, I mean, they can figure it out. If Ryan Tannehill's is healthy – and they can get the offense to click and the defense to be better, at least on one side of the ball, Mm -hmm. Uh, they could get it back. I don't know. But they do have easy schedules, so that's good from that perspective.
1: Here's I'm looking this up right now because you mentioned how it's an easier schedule for the Colts. I want to point out that last year (laughs) – Last year, they went 1-5 against their division, did the Colts. Well, technically, 1-4-1. and one. Exactly, yeah, they tied. Travis, that is the easiest division in all of football, and you can't win. You beat Jacksonville 34-27, and I still don't know how. Thank you, Matt Ryan.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> 389 yards. Mm-hmm.
1: Deion Jackson had 42 rushing yards for you. Mm. Uh yeah, Travis. Um yeah, the I got the Titans at, at two. They're at two, Travis. They're not anywhere close to the playoffs. There is one mm. team from this division that's going to make the playoffs.
0: Maybe Derrick Henry gets back to form. No. I think. I think I time
1: is time <laughs> has passed. I
0: know. Running back be. life
1: cycle. He's done.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately that so might be the case. I
1: I just I don't see it. I don't think DeAndre Hopkins is gonna be there because he has no quarterback. Well, I mean he can rely look at on. look
0: at Julio Jones. I it's mean I know that thing. Hopkins is a little younger than Julio, it's but the
1: same thing. Didn't they have someone else before that? That they signed. Maybe. I wanna maybe. say that they had a couple years ago.
0: I mean Randy Moss finished his career there. Right. But That's more than a few years ago. That's more than a few years ago. (laughs) I mean, you you might be right, but, uh, you know, back to the Colts thing, they have the Rams. They don't play the entire uh, NFC West, but they have the Rams on the schedule. They have the Saints. They're not going to be world beaters. Carolina, they're not going to be world beaters. Tampa, they're going to fall off without Tom Brady. Uh, They are playing the AFC North. They also have the Raiders as well. So there's where the schedule comes in.
1: Yeah. That's not that... I'll agree that's not a world-beater of a schedule. No, not at all. Had Chris Conley. That's not who I was thinking of. It's going to bug me until I figure it out. Mm. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Oh, well. In 2022, they signed Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. That was just last year. How'd that work out?
0: Well... I think I I would have a Stephen A. clip to play for that.
1: Yeah, I know. And Julio Jones, as you mentioned, that was just a year ago they released him. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be really really good. Nope. 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 That's that. Uh, we we talk about it with the uh, with the Angels, Travis. Really good players go to the Angels, and they can't figure it out wide receivers it feels like go to the Titans and they forget how to catch the football and
0: they keep doing it and maybe it's a <laughs> fact of going.
1: you get so used to just handing it off to Derrick Henry that these wide receivers do forget how to catch the football right because they're so busy blocking
0: yeah I mean I know they had A.J. Brown too but ah, they, that's the other one I was thinking of yes. they traded him yep to Philly
1: yeah see just it doesn't it just doesn't work out yeah poor titans but Four hey you're getting titans. a new football field so that's nice
0: yeah you get a new stadium spiffy new spiffy new stadium and you can gonna have more concerts yeah go there you got yep. more you can have taylor swift there yeah on her next tour the next or time she doesn't it's need around
1: to do another tour travis she can retire now wow well, i mean yeah
0: and people that are working on her tour can retire too
1: and i got jacksonville at number one
0: yeah i got the jags number one too
1: but in all honesty, Travis, every time it feels like I pick Jacksonville, they fall on their face and forget how to play football. Mm-hmm. So, right, this division was one of the hardest to pick mm-hmm. because none of these teams are world beaters. No, and every time we start believing in Jacksonville, right. something happens.
0: Yeah, I mean it's kind of like what I said there. They're the underdogs. How are they gonna play when they're the favorites? It's kind of like the Lions. Yeah. When we get to them.
1: Yeah. It. And again, it's like every every time you believe in them, something happens out of the blue, right. and then it takes them five more years to figure it out.
0: Yeah. I mean, they had a decent playoff game against KC. I know uh, Patrick Mahomes a little banged up in that one, so I mean, maybe maybe they can sustain it. I don't know. We'll have to see. But I agree.
1: Travis, do you want to hear something absolutely crazy? What's that? It was just five years ago that the Jags were in the AFC Championship.
0: Oh, yeah. Blake Bortles.
1: Five years. hmm That's not that long ago.
0: No, not really. It just seems, it just seems like it. And think about
1: how far they've fallen since then. hmm That was the last time we believed in them. They went 12-7 and 7 that year.
0: Wow. Yeah, they had a great year.
1: And... Then they blew it up.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: If this team does well, will they blow it up again?
0: Mm. Maybe we'll have to see. So, uh, but we're both in agreement here with uh, Jacksonville taking uh, the uh, South. So uh, let's go over to the other conference, the uh, NFC South, Ugh. and this one is not much better. Uh, talk about the NFC North here next week, but the South is pretty wide open as well. Uh, and it was kind of pretty pathetic last year. Uh, the Bucks won it eight and nine. The Panthers are seven and 10. So were the Saints and Falcons as well. So three teams, seven and 10 on the campaign. Buccaneers are going to be a new look this year. Of course, they won the last two NFC South crowns, but Tom Brady is retired, and he's retired for good. Uh, last year, Tom Brady averaged 6.4 yards per pass attempt, the second lowest of his career as a starting quarterback, and the lowest since 2003. Tampa looks to a Baker Mayfield as the potential starting a QB, his fourth team in the last two seasons, and he's had exactly 26 touchdowns, 26 turnovers in his last 24 starts from 2021. Or, yeah, since 2021. And uh, they also have a 2021 uh, second-round pick, Kyle Trash, who they've been pretty high on, but he's unproven. He's only thrown a nine a career passes from uh, that. They're trying to throw to uh, Chris Godwin. He's kind of uh, banged up last season. And a uh, Mike Evans, who's set a deadline for week one, mm-hmm. as he wants a new contract. So, uh, And then whoever else will try to get the ball to uh, there. They have a revamped O-line. They just put one of their uh, starters on the IR for the entire season. So uh, they had three starters that were gone from a year ago, or they were tired. Uh, Tom Brady wasn't his normal self either, and uh, the run game was pretty pitiful as well. They have the worst rushing offense. Only 76.9 rushing yards per game. Uh, They do have a lot of guys on defense, though. Uh, Shaquille Barrett is healthy after a torn Achilles in week eight. His 174 quarterback pressures since 2020 still ranks as the eighth most in the NFL during that span, despite missing a half a season. And they used their first-round draft pick on a defensive lineman as well. So if the Bucks want to make it a third division title in a row, defense has to come up huge and get to the quarterback like the days of Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice, Derek Brooks, and those guys. But this team is only going to go as far as whoever they trot out at quarterback will take them. Uh, the final stat is that the Buccaneers only won one game where they allowed more than 16 points in 2022. So, disappointing season for Tom Brady from a statistical perspective. And his career came to a close at the hands of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, man, my hot take here for the uh, Bucks is that they will completely fall off a cliff, despite who they have at quarterback, whoever it is. They they have no hope. They're no. lost at sea.
1: Lost at sea, he says. Mm-hmm. hmm
0: Mike Evans wants out. That's the hot take yeah, Yes. He yes. wants out and he'll be traded by the end of the season. Hmm. There you go. Mike Evans will gone. Free. Hashtag start the movement. Hashtag free Mike Evans. He's good. But now he's in a terrible yeah. situation. Uh, the uh, Panthers—they have a new head coach this year, old Frank Reich. That's right, from Indy. Uh, they hired him, and then they got—they uh, traded up for Chicago. They swapped picks, and they got number one pick Bryce Young with that. They also picked up Adam Thielen as well, and a Pro Bowler Miles Sanders there. And they used their second round selection on a Jonathan uh, Mongo out of Old Miss, and the offensive line. Gave up the 11th fewest sacks a year ago. The defense, they signed a few players. And, uh, you know, uh, Brian Burns is one of those players, probably someone you don't think of. But uh, a 25-year-old that has 30-and-a-half career sacks across the last three seasons, the ninth most in the NFL, only a half sack behind Aaron Donald for the eighth most there. So a lot of young talent for Carolina here. And uh, the final stat for the Panthers is although they're optimistic about the uh, Panthers, Young has had a a tough precedent to overcome. The last five quarterbacks taken first overall won an average of 3.4 points per game during their rookie campaign, and uh, they did not all complete seasons as well. So uh, Panthers and Bryce Young, a lot to live up to there for the number one pick. My hot take here for the uh, Panthers is that the uh, young talent will mesh together and uh, Frank Reich can show that he can actually coach, and the Panthers will be better than expected. Bryce Young will be just fine mm. with the weapons that they have around him and the defense as well. is pretty underrated. Uh, the uh, Saints. Oh, boy. Here come the Saints when they come marching, marching in. in. Yeah. And Derek Carr is coming marching in. Four-year, $150 million deal. Uh, Derek Carr, man, I believed in you so much last year. Yep. But you showed me who you really was. Uh, He posted the second lowest completion percentage of his career and also the second uh, lowest passer rating of his career as well uh, while tossing a career-high 14 interceptions. But despite that, is the Raiders' all-time leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns after nine seasons but what is the supporting cast going to look like for the uh, Saints? Michael Thomas, he can't spend more than a, a single game on the field at one time. He's a three-time Pro Bowler, but he can't stay healthy. Mm-mm. Come on, Michael Thomas, I need you to be healthy for a fantasy. I need you My back favorite. on the field. Yep. I've held on to you for so long. I've denied so many trades for you. I'm keeping a hold on to you. Keeping him. Keeping the faith. Keeping the faith. I don't know why
1: you're trying but he's
0: good when he's on the field i don't i don't quite uh, understand that and also uh, alvin kamara was facing a suspension as well i think he's only going to miss the first 3 games of the season uh though he had an incident during pro bowl weekend mm-hmm. uh, domestic violence um issue there so um, they do have his backup. They grabbed Jamal Williams from the Alliance. He had 17 rushing touchdowns that led the NFL, and they also used uh, their third-round draft pick on a running back as well, Kendry Miller, out of TCU there. Like I mentioned about Michael Thomas's health, he's only suited up for 10 games since 2020 because of multiple injury issues. The most recent one was a toe that caused him to miss 14 games. Last time he was truly healthy in 2019, he set an NFL season record of four catches with 149, also led the league with over 1,700 receiving yards. But that was with Drew Brees. So that could be uh, that. Uh, The defense did actually just fine last year. They uh, had a 20.3 scoring defense, good for ninth in the league, and they kept them in 11 one-score games. They went five and six in those games, though. And I bet you didn't know that Derek Carr is actually pretty clutch. 33 a game-winning drives for Derek Carr and 28 fourth-quarter comebacks are the most by a quarterback through their first nine seasons since the AFL-NFL merger in 1970. And uh, one player that they do expect good things of is the rookie Chris Olave, their uh, rookie from last year, I should say. He had over 1,000 yards in uh, 15 games. And... Maybe a person that you look at in fantasy purposes. uh, There, Uh, the Saints are hoping to help out an offense that averaged 19.4 points per game last year, ranking 22nd. And considering they averaged 28.1 games across the 15 seasons with uh, Drew Brees, and since Drew Brees, uh, they've used five different starting quarterbacks: Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, and Ian Brock, as well, or Ian Book. As well, maybe that's a typo. Tied for the most in the NFL with the Bears, Browns, and Commanders, and the Saints' defense ranked fifth in yards and ninth in points allowed in 2022. Despite the offense being 20th in time of possession and 22nd in scoring, uh, there, uh, the one thing that the Saints do have in go for them, though, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, the Saints have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Ah. Not only do they have a pretty easy divisional opponents, they play the NFC North and AFC opponents this year are also the AFC South. Plus, they have the Rams, Giants, Pats, and uh, since they were third in the division, and all those were third in their respective divisions Mm -hmm. there. So, easy schedule for New Orleans.
1: Easy schedule. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Final stat for the uh, Saints. They had a losing record for the first time in six years in 2022, and a Car won seven or fewer games in six of his nine years as the Raiders' starting quarterback for New Orleans there. Uh, my hot take for the Saints is that Derek Carr is who I thought he was, and he's going to suck.
1: Derek Carr is who you thought he was, and you let him off the hook. I'm done with you. Dennis Green there. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh,
0: The Falcons, they have a a lot of hype around them this year, actually. Uh, Desmond Riddler is the guy in year number two. It was well-documented on the Netflix series with uh, Marcus Mariota eventually, uh, eventually losing that job to Riddler. There, the 2022, a third-round pick through two touchdowns and no interceptions after starting the final four games. And he's got some weapons. Kyle Pitts, the 2022, a fourth-round pick, the tight end. Uh, he's only the second tight end in league history with over 1,000 receiving yards as a rookie. But Pitts is looking to stay healthy. He was hurt in week 11 versus the Bears, and he had to have a right knee surgery to repair his MCL. They also did take the eighth overall pick. It's Drake London. He had 72 receptions, 866 yards, and four touchdowns last year, and that was actually in 2022. That's when they selected him. One thing for me in the draft this year, they did a little head-scratching move. Uh, they drafted another running back, Bijan Robinson, with the eighth overall selection, making him the highest drafted player at the running back position since the Giants took Saquon Barkley second overall in the 2018 draft. Robinson became the first player since at least 2006 with over 100 missed tackles forced in a college football season, and they pair Bijan with Tyler Algier, who ran for over a thousand yards in his rookie season, a franchise rookie record. For the Falcons. So what are you doing, man? You're drafting another running back when you already had a 1,000 yards rusher? Mm-hmm. Again, Algier was supposed to be poised for a a great season again for fantasy purposes. But I then you, say, I hope you don't have him. But then you draft Bijan Robinson. What are you doing? Mom. The Falcons did run the ball 55.3% of the time last year, the second highest rate in the NFL behind only the Bears and they averaged 159.9 rushing yards per game, the third most in the league behind the Bears and the Ravens. On defense, the Falcons were 23rd in scoring defense and 31st in sacks. The old defensive coordinator retired, and they hired a former Saints co-defensive coordinator, Ryan Nielsen, and added six of its 11 starters via free agency or trade. And just like the Saints, they have an easy schedule, so do the Falcons. They have the second easiest schedule behind New Orleans. My final stat here is that the Falcons won seven games in four of their last five seasons and four in the, in the one that they did not. Mm. So my hot take for Ed Elena was that Desmond Riddler, they found their guy, and they had a lot of close games last year, and they're going to turn that around, and they could be knocking on the door of a playoff appearance, mm. if that's the case. Mm. And I just, despite what I said about fantasy purposes, but I just love the combo of oh Dijon yeah, and gonna be great. Algier. Yes. that's going to be good. Yes, I so, agree. That's what we got for the division. Nice. All right. So let's predict it bottom up. Let's I go. Have
1: the Bucks in the bottom.
0: I would agree here. I have the uh, Tampa Bay of Bucks losing Tom Brady, who wasn't even that great to begin with last year. Right. But Bucks are completely cooked. It's an old team.
1: It's old.
0: Yeah. It's old. I hope that they're not so bad that Chris Godwin falls off a cliff. For fantasy purposes. Again, fantasy purposes, but again, no one really cares about my I mean, he may become the wide team.
1: receiver one when they get rid of Mike Evans. So. That might be. Yeah. Uh, I got the Panthers at three.
0: Mm-hmm. Panthers at three here.
1: I do like a lot of the moves they made. I'm just not a believer in Bryce Young yet.
0: Yeah, I get so. it. Number one pick. Yeah. A lot to live up to. Yep. Uh, there. Uh, despite having an easy schedule, I got the Saints here in third. Derek Carr. That's all I got to say. That's
1: all you need to say. Third. Yeah.
0: And Kamara, I thought he was going to be suspended for longer, but. Hmm. Hmm. Saints in third.
1: I got the Falcons at two.
0: Mm hmm. I also have the Falcons at two.
1: I. More I, will continue. I, I got the Saints at one. Mm hmm. Yes, Derek Carr. No, not a believer. No, do not like him. However, out of these three teams, they're the only one with a veteran quarterback. I think that does matter for something. Mm-hmm. So that is why I'm going to go with the Saints to win the division.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But again, you could sim the season on Madden the newest one, (laughs) 50 times and get each of these teams winning the division the same amount of times. Yeah. I have no clue. Just like with the AFC South. Yeah. I mean, you can draw straws to pick a winner. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I got the same.
0: So that means by process of elimination if you haven't figured it out I had the Panthers winning the uh division had to go different here. I agree it's kind of a toss up I think between all three of these teams. Uh but the Panthers have the fifth easiest schedule and I'm a more of a believer than a Bryce Young. Uh than you are and I do think that their uh defense is pretty decent. And so I mean hey, it doesn't take a lot to win this division. No. And so I can see everything gelling well, and I can also see the Falcons winning, but I saw that a lot of people were picking the Falcons to take the division, Mm -hmm. so I went a different route.
1: Here's the only reason why I went Saints, Travis, at one, is I think for the first time in his NFL career, Derek Carr is going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder.
0: I think he's been playing with a chip on his shoulder his entire life.
1: I don't think so. I think he was spoiled, privileged little brother who wrote on his last name. No,
0: I don't think so at all. Well,
1: that's difference of opinions. But I think that he's going to have to step up and be a leader in New Orleans.
0: I, mean, I think his last couple of seasons in with the Raiders, like he's been put under a microscope, and you know, I think he's. He's always played with a chip on his shoulder. There, Travis.
1: I blame the coaching staff out in Oakland.
0: Oh, well, yeah. He kind of got a mm-hmm. not the best shake with how that John Gruden yep. situation worked out. He was playing decent out. under Gruden. Mm-hmm. And then he had to go and do what he did.
1: Yep. So, I think a fresh start for Derek Carr is a good thing.
0: Maybe so. That's, Maybe that's just what you need.
1: That, But, again, I if you were to give me a confidence level, <laughs> give it a two.
0: Yeah. Out of ten. I feel you Yep, I feel you
1: By the way, I have Derek Carr as my runner up for comeback player of the year. <laughs> so, I guess I, I hope to so. go with that. I I don't know.
0: I hope so for him, for <laughs> his sake.
1: For for my fantasy purposes. <laughs> sure,
0: you'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i like how we uh, differentiated there so uh we'll continue with our nfl preview uh next week for the final two uh divisions with the east and the north next week and reminder that we're not going to be here on a monday for labor day and we'll be back to our recap and preview recap high school football from this week mm-hmm. on tuesday's show so stick around for that
1: before we get out of here travis I know it's already a long show.
0: It is, yeah.
1: Before we get out of here, I I needed to spotlight an MLB player yesterday.
0: Who's that? Because
1: we didn't talk MLB. No. Ronald Acuna Jr. He made history. He did, yeah. And got married in the same day. (laughs) What a day. What a day. What a day for him. First ever 30-60 player Mm -hmm. and got married. What a day.
0: And I think he hit a grand slam, they get him there. Yep. So. hey uh,
1: This guy, would you not say, head and shoulders, especially with Otani being injured, MVP. MVP, Ooh. he has to be. Best team in baseball are the Braves.
0: It's going to be up there, yeah.
1: He's the best player on the best team. Record-wise, they have the best record. Oh, yeah. So he's the best player making history.
0: Yeah. He's I closing
1: have. in on the most steals in the past fifteen years.
0: I know, yeah, taking advantage of some of these rules. Y- well, yes, why not? I I agree, but Yeah, but why not? I would have no problem giving it to him. Should. Should he's be having a a great year for sure. Yep. yep. So making history. The youngster from Atlanta. All right, That's so, all. all right, then Cubs. we will get on out of here.
1: Cubs are up right now. Just pointing that out as of recording.
0: Well, that could all change by the time people listen to this. And Three
1: out of four this weekend. Three out of four. Let's do it.
0: Are you guys playing? The Reds. R- the Reds. Three out of four. Hmm. We'll see. Better hope. I can hope for a wild card.
1: I hope it's not the other way.
0: The Cardinals are... Where are they playing this weekend? Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. The Pirates, yeah. Yeah.
1: Saturday's game will be on WCRA. Don't forget about that.
0: That's right. We're switching things over for the Illini. Yep. And we'll also be back on Tuesday to recap college football because the entire uh, college football slate will be over by that point. They have a game on Monday. Yep. To... All right, so that will do it here. Thanks for listening, and thanks for downloading, and thanks for sticking out here with the long program. And we will talk to you again on a Tuesday. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Peace.